Hello, BSH Radio and Flyperbole listeners. You have Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth and Steph Driver and Kelly Hinkle and eventually Bill Matz here from the Flyers alumni game in association with Snyder Hockey. Very exciting night. Craig, how are you feeling about this tonight? I'm feeling all right. I'm pretty excited to be in uh, Nick Schultz. Ask him what's going on. You're, you're excited to see some Nick Schultz? Yeah, pretty much the only name on this list. I'm excited to see some Andrew Ferentz. Andrew Ferentz, former Flyer Andrew Ferentz, yeah. I'm all... Friend oh, of the show. Very exciting. But, oh, we got all, pucks on the ice. In all seriousness, though, I mean, we've got Danny Breeze. We've got Scott Hartnell. we got Brian Prop. we got Kimo Timo. we got Boosh. we got the Watsons. we got Dave Brown, Riley Coyote, Todd Fedorik. The list goes on. Did you say Wiley Coyote? Riley Coyote. Riley Coyote. Okay, Riley. gotcha. You know, Riley Coyote. I parked behind Riley Coyote, by the way. Yeah? Did or you? I got the valet service behind. He got oh, out okay. of the car. Okay, I was going to ask if he yeah, was Yeah, no, I was sitting in my car and he got out. I was like, oh, shit, that's Riley Coyote. And then. That's a guy that will definitely kick your ass. Oh, yeah. If you dent his car. <laughs> like, yeah. you're dead. Your ass is Make sure my phone's on the brake. Yeah. You're not that big. No, no, I'm not punching Riley so, Coyote. So uh, I'd like to announce right here and right now that Craig is going to fight Riley Coyote after the game and, and lose horribly. Lose horribly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember putting that down. I don't remember but, yeah. agreeing to that. You're going to fight Riley Cote and then Dave Schultz and then Dave Brown. And I'm sorry, you're dead. I was going to say, I'm looking forward to, uh, I want to interview uh, Mitch Lamaru too. <laughs> Ask him what it's like to be here around other NHL players. Yeah, is that right? Everybody's favorite, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that too loud. He might be around us. I he legit do I, not know what he looks that's like. That's the thing. We've already discussed inappropriate topics uh, two feet away from Lauren Hart tonight, so I will not divulge what they were. I do not care to. And uh, you'll never hear. You'll never find out until you find me drunk in a bar and Bourbon Steve reveals all the secrets of uh, bourbonosity. It's quite the Olympic event, though. I'll say that. <laughs> the punchline of that joke. So we've heard from myself and Craig Forsythe, but now... Who? Let's hear it from Steph Driver. I know I don't know who Craig Forsythe is. Who? Who? Hi. Who? Steph, how are you feeling about this game tonight? I'm excited. All of the all of the Snyder youth hockey people are already on the bench. And these slackers, these Flyers alumni are nowhere to be found. They're taking their good sweet Did time. Did was still insulted. in his car when we got here? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> They're taking their good sweet time. I think it's a, a stall tactic, a fear tactic. Yeah, it's gotta be. Let them get in their heads, huh? That's what they're doing. They're getting in their heads. It's clearly a tactic. It is, I, it's it's dirty pool right here, and I'm not a fan. Have you checked out that Wawa spread that they have? I stuffed my face right in and made a complete fool out of myself. It, it was a terrible sight. Perfect. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like everything from Wawa right there. All of the hot items. Is well. there, can I get a gobbler bowl right yeah. now? Yes. I can get a gobbler bowl. All right. Yes. All right, PD In Steve. Fact you can. <laughs> Steph. Yeah. Do it. Steph, may I ask what uh what flyer alumni are you most excited to see tonight? Um, that would be Kimo Timonen. Kimo Timo, classic. A future classic future right head coach, Kimo Timonen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Craig Forsyth, what flyers alumni are you most excited? I, I, I just said Mitch Lamoureux. So. so you're sticking by it. Wait, who did you no, say? Honestly, probably Scott Hartnell. Scott Hartnell? Steve. Well, and, and Scott Hartnell's the new kid on the block with the yeah. alumni, He's too. He's the so. rookie. He's the rookie. I, feel like be a lot of fun I think they're going to have to haze him, and I'm really hoping that Scott Hartnell throws a glove 
on the ice tonight? He might. Okay, he probably will. Yeah, I really <laughs> hope he does. He might. Kelly Hankel. How are hey, you friends. tonight, Kelly? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Kelly, how are you feeling about this game we're about to witness? I'm feeling pretty pumped because I have an idea that these kids over here that we're seeing on the bench right now are going to be super amped. And they might actually take it to these professional hockey players. You think the Snyder hockey alum are going to take have, it to them tonight? I think they have a fighting chance, and I'm here for it. They got some young legs down there. They sure do. They got a lot of passion. They got a lot of heart. They got a lot of grit. And here come, and here the, come flyers. the Flyers. Name that Watson. I don't know. It just says Jay Watson. No. I can't wait until Nick Schultz gets walked by a kid. Just gets absolutely burned to the outside by somebody. <laughs> what a reception for the Flyers. There is Scott Hartnell, his curly, ridiculous hair out there on display. He might be wearing a Scott Hartnell wig, if we all remember that night. I'm not sure. But... What a sight, Flyers alumni, Snyder Hockey alumni. We're all very excited to watch this game here. And uh, we got Bill Coleman walking by, the one and only. Very exciting. <laughs> what, what, now, uh, Craig, can you tell the listeners what uh, Bill Clement muttered when he uh, walked away from us? He, he just muttered, we're escaping, and then he went down to the seats. He, he saw the trap that was the fly perbole and, and he said, I am getting away before this these two psychos get to ask me one question about Guy Fieri or... Why are we always talking about Guy Fieri? I got to know. That's a new thing. I, I, I got to know. Every week we're talking about Guy Fieri. This why? This is a new thing. It is my fault. Yes. sauce. I don't know why. It's just he's a fascinating figure. Flavor Town. Flavor Town. We're uh, the Flyers are going to take us to Flavor Town tonight. How old is Shell Samuelson? Shell Sam. Wait, wait. Please repeat your question. How old is Shell Samuelson? Shell Samuelson is approximately 25 years old. He actually was Craig, playing hockey when he was all one. 25. We, he was an active Flyer when he was five years old. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look a day over 30. I'll say that. And he's always had That's that. The reason why I'm asking. And, and Shell Samuelson has always had that long reach, always and forever, his defining trademark. Oh, he's cool to see the alum get out there. Just an awesome we've got sight. we've got some flow on Kimo Timonen. I went to the uh, the Penguins well, alumni, the Flyers Penguins alumni game they did previously at the Wells Fargo Center, and the fridge had some moves. I think he was playing with uh, with Danny Breeze and Simone Gagne in that game. Oh, Gagne, I miss him. Why is he not uh, playing? I, I miss Gags. He's been hanging out with Nick Schultz. Well, Nick Schultz is down there. Nick Schultz is down there. and uh, You know? No, not tonight. Nick Schultz <laughs> is playing tonight. No, no, but Simone Gagne is not hanging oh, no, out no. with him. Because we know they're best friends. Are they best friends? No, I'm making that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, we already have one pair of best friends, Kimo Timon and Scott Hartnell. Dave Brown. I have a picture with Dave Brown previously from uh, Craig and I both. Oh, yeah. I have a picture with Dave Brown from the Flyers' faithful days. I got hammered and I told him he was the fucking man. He just looked at me and said, thanks. 
Craig, Craig for a sec. Better than my interaction with Zach Ronaldo. <laughs> I know, bro. Has anybody mentioned Boosh yet? I think Boosh is wearing his old helmet, too. I think Boosh is wearing his old helmet. It looks like his old helmet. 2010-11. I don't know. Craig is making shit up. Let's say 2000. <laughs> yeah, 2010 probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was the, that was, he was part of that carousel, the gold kind of carousel. You can take the microphone back. No, I want you to keep holding it. So that's how if only I had four microphones. But that's asking a lot. It was hard enough to hook up two. So, so former not flyer Andrew Ferenc. Yeah. He's a good dude though, right? Like I As far as I know. <laughs> I remember liking his politics. <laughs> it's all about those cherished memories. I feel those Ferenc memories. <laughs> I feel like I remember liking his politics. So good at hockey, though, was a problem. But he's good at humanity, he's so. Good person, yeah. He's like us. He's one of us. Yeah. A little better at hockey, yeah. Just a little. J- just a tad. Why is he here? Nate, does he live in New Jersey? I don't know. I, don't know. I literally don't know. I assume anybody so who's ever been associated Flyers with the Philadelphia too. Flyers lives in South Jersey. All right, so which one of us is going to ask why he's here? I triple dog dare Craig Forsythe to ask because parents, why he's here. Any other former flyer, like I wouldn't, I will make fun of Mitch Lamaru behind his back, but I'm not going to ask him why he's here. Andrew Ferentz, I may never see again. Odds are, like some of these other former flyers might do other former flyers events later on. I'm going to bank on Andrew Ferentz ever being here. What is your connection to this to Snyder Hockey? I'm just going to ask him why he's here. <laughs> And then we lose. And then we lose the credentials. Yeah, you know. No, it's fine. Oh wait. Tell it. Yeah, you were, it was Drew with the. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kelly. 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 By the way, Kelly's I never right found out everything. who you were most excited to see play tonight. Everything. We got to find out. Well, Kelly loves the fridge. Please come say that into the mic, Kelly. There's Kelly. Fam. I'm more excited than anything no. to see but thank you. Phantom legend Todd Fedorik back in action on the ice. He was one of my favorite guys back when the Phantoms were playing in Philly. Got a lot of heart, got a lot of grit. Nice guy, tries hard, loved a game, and I'm excited to see him play. Steve, back to you. Scott Hartnell toying with Brian Boucher in warm-up shots. That's just cruel. Absolute cruel, cruelty from Harsey already. Vicious young alumni. <laughs> He's a rookie out here. Who's the captain? Um, maybe they don't have one. I see alternate captains. I do see alternate captains. Is it captains. Brad Marsh? Hold on. Do I see a C? No. Scotty Hartnell is wearing. There's a lot of A's. He's wearing an A. There's a lot of A's. I've got an A on Hartnell. I've got an A on Timonen, Briere, and Marsh. This is really the most important thing we could be finding out right now is, is who's wearing the C? Is anybody wearing a C? Is it, are they going like the uh, the Vancouver Canucks and giving the C to the goalie, Brian Boucher? We've got an A on Watson, too. Maybe they the just don't. I can't see the, the C either. Yeah, the Canucks did that. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Bobby Lou. 
Roberto Luongo. I'm going to go ahead and say they don't have a captain. Future Flyers alumni, Roberto Luongo. You heard it here first. Bobby Lou, when he's 45 years old and still playing, still playing, going to join the Flyers as the backup and then uh, half the year starter. We were warned that it was cold in here. It's cold in here. It is very cold in here. Like, you're sitting in a fridge, not a not, Todd Fedorik. We're not sitting inside Todd Fedorik. <laughs> I mean, maybe we are. Do you, does anybody know? Who, know, does who anybody can say? Really know? Todd looks oh, great. Oh. He's in shape. Uh, uh, he's a great person. Craig Forsythe. I'm not going to say anything bad about that. Did no, Danny we're not Breer. saying anything bad about him. We're just well, saying. I'm saying he was big. I'm saying he looks great in shape. No, I'm saying that we might be sitting inside him. I don't know. Okay. Craig Forsythe, did Danny Briere just go roof daddy on Brian Boucher? I think a lot of people have been going roof daddy on Brian Boucher. I'm not going to critique his uh, pregame practice here, but a lot of rubber meat in the net. Well, that's all I'm going to say about Brian Boucher. <laughs> he looks like an alumni right now. So. Who does this man think he is with the word roof daddy? Uh, Craig Forsythe, <laughs> professional podcaster. Professional voice blogger. <laughs> Professional voice blogger. Yes, that's a thing he uses now. You could say podcaster, but no. Craig needs to complicate it. I don't. I have We've not got seen glass banging. Yet. We're still on captain watch. I don't think that they have a captain. I've decided they've got like seven I, yeah, I just, alternate captains. Yeah, it's like when Pronger was hurt. Yeah. Well, that's in honor of the fact that they invited Chris Pronger, and he said, not a chance in hell. No, I'm kidding. Chris Pronger did not do that. He loves charity, I swear. Don't hurt me, Chris Pronger. He's not here. You're fine. Chris Pronger also looks great. He's in great shape. Very funny. Smart guy. Mitch Lamoureux, though. The Mitch Lamoureux. Oh, am I holding this now? Okay, I'll hold it. Well, Kelly's already abandoned us. She's already ignoring us, looking off into the distance. She is not associated in any way, shape, or form. Steph's saying we got to do the whole game, so this is going to be a pretty long podcast. Steph commenting on how her podcasting style, so. Nothing, nothing. (laughs) I'm being pretty good about not talking at the same time tonight, but I can't help it if other people aren't as good and professional as I am. You're talking about me? Yes. I think that was fine. I'm fine right here. <laughs> you know, Craig, I got to say, a lot of people uh, responded favorably to the Fierio meter for uh, for spicy trade rumors this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I got a lot of comments saying... Uh, our our three-point scale of this needs more donkey sauce. Needs more donkey sauce. Or, donkey sauce, or Flavortown. Going to Flavortown. So on the comment section for the most recent Fly Purple episode, somebody Which said... Which we never read. Right, but I do. Um, somebody said something about just the right amount of donkey sauce, and it was flagged as an abusive comment. <laughs> Perfect. That made That's my great. year. That not only made my day, that made my year. Actually, <laughs> special sauce. guest Guy Fieri is going to be here tonight. Is he? Former flyer. We're all going to Flavortown. He's on the checking line of the 93-94 team. People forget that. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's time to move aside Cole Beasley. It's, <laughs> it's Guy Fieri's show now. Brad Marsh 
some some great skills, but Boucher just can't help him out. I, I'm I'm just saying I have not seen Boucher make a save yet. There we go. Would you take Would you take oh current Brad Marsh? Oh Greg, God. I would like you. I would. I have a question for you. Would you take current Brad Marsh over Andrew McDonald? Uh, I would take uh, Brad Marsh probably. I agree. By the way, Steph is losing her collective shit. Uh, I believe Scott Hartnell's kid just walked by. Scott Hartnell's wife and baby just walked by, and the baby is wearing a number 19 jersey that says "Daddy" on the back, and that Aww. is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. Absolutely the little cheeks. With a daddy jersey. Adorable. Well, we've already reached the cuteness quota for the night. We'll be right back with some more BSH Radio flyperbole action. We're back. Steve Jaco here. Uh, Steph Driver, Craig Forsyth, Kelly Hinkle is somewhere, but uh, we're currently... Kelly Hinkle is making sure that we get puck drop on camera Oh, for our patrons. the Lord's work. And speaking of the Lord... Well, we'll say it's more than this guy coming up. <laughs> only the Lord saves more than the one and only Bernie Perrant. The one and only Bill Matz arrived. Bill, how are you tonight? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Well, doing that's great. good. That's good. I hope yeah, you're doing good, too. I am uh, excited to be here. I'm holding a microphone. And what, are we doing play-by-play -play or something? Because I would love to call a Riley Cote fight. Oh, we absolutely should do some play-by-play. -play. If I was one of these kids on the alumni, or on the Snyder team, I'd challenge Cote in a second. <laughs> that's always been my goal, to play a men's league game against Frank Bialois and go up and say, Mr. Bialois, Will you please fight me? But I've heard that he'll just punch you before there's not going to be some respectful challenge. I even mean, in a, even in a men's right. league game. He's like, nope, you're not challenging me. I went to jail. That sounds right. I once went to a Phantoms game where before the like the puck was dropped and as there was a fight immediately with the animal. Like I didn't even sit down in my seat and the animal had already destroyed somebody. This is cool. I've never been in this arena before. This is a damn cool spot for especially an event like this. Oh, yeah. I feel like a VIP up here. I'll it's tell very, you that. Uh, intimate, eating mac and cheese. Intimate spot for this. It is a full-on gobbler. Gobbler bowl, if you Steph's will. Steph's got the gobbler plate going tonight. Yep. Listen to that crowd. Is that Hartsey after making his TV debut? Yes, Bill, what, uh, what Flyers alumni, what Flyers alumni are you most excited to see tonight? Uh, I mean, it's always great to see Scott Hartnell, but I'm, Danny Briere, Danny Briere looks doesn't look a day over he did when they bought him out. Oh yeah, like, he looks like the exact same guy. It doesn't feel like he's been gone this long. If one person has found the fountain of youth, it's Daniel Briere. Look at prop out there. It's so cool. Todd Fedorik, my it's God. It's so cool just being down close and seeing everybody right here. I went to an alumni game in Reading where it was uh, maybe a little bigger than this arena, but. The only one I've been to was the uh, Winter Classic in, I guess, 2011 it was. Uh, that was awesome. Like that, just to see that, oh, that was to be able to do that in front of a, a more intimate crowd is pretty cool. Oh yeah, pretty cool thing. I've been to 
I've been to a couple of arenas like this, and I've been to, um, I went to the one at the Wells Fargo Center they did against the Penguins alumni a couple years back, and that was a lot of fun. I have the Tigers playing, and that can only mean one thing. We're about to do that hockey. It happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory. And sometimes you get Bernie Perron on your podcast when you're flapperbly. All right, gang. Very exciting moment here. Joining us, joining us on BSH Radio is the one and only Bernie Perron. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> Bernie, how are you tonight? <laughs> pretty good, man. Pretty good. I wish I, wish I was... I'd be younger, I would be playing tonight. Those guys are too old for me. <laughs> I know. We w I wish you were playing, too. We all want to see you out there. It was a pleasure to see you during the alumni game when they played at Citizens Bank Park. Well, I have I have a bad back, so I have to get an um, MRI, MRI um, on Tuesday. So oh, okay. Why. Well, yeah. hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so w when you had to play in that game in Citizens Bank Park a few years ago, how was that experience for you? Well, Strapping on the pads again after all those years. You know, we played like in front of 45,000 people, you know? Yeah. That was awesome. And just five minutes, quick little story. I had a shutout going. We did, I should say, as a team. They were kind, you know, with their shots. Yeah. And then I look at the clock. I only had 10 seconds left. I said, oh, my God, this is great. We're going to have a shutout. I look down again. Duguay is coming down on the breakaway, right? And thank, I'm so grateful that he shot on my pads on purpose and that <laughs> I made the save, of course. But what a great experience that was. Oh, that, yeah. and that whole game was fantastic. That Seeing was good. all the alumni get out there for that, it was such a great experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it was just a thrill to see you out there, you know, with the pads on once again. It was, you know, it was fantastic. You know, you know, the amazing feeling about this is, is you step on the ice, right? It had been a long time. And everything came back. Yeah. You know, the feeling, the excitement, that and rush. the whole bit, the rush, you know, just, just incredible. What a great feeling. Wow. That's fantastic. And um, Bernie, right now the, the Flyers have this kid, Carter Hart, yeah. who's just sensation in town right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on Carter so far in his uh, performance? He's only 20 years old. and Yeah, 20, you know, 20 years old. And, you know, 20, you'll have ups, you have a few down, a little bit of downs, but he um, he has a God-given talent. His anticipation where the play is going to go, just, just incredible. And his enthusiasm about the game, his enthusiasm about the players, you know, and... Um, and, and you know what, he, and he has the ability to socialize too, you know, with the public, which I, I think is such a great asset to have. So It's kind of underrated, especially he, in a sports town like Philadelphia uh, where uh, people are so passionate. Of course, and uh, I, I, you know, he's a blessing, you know, so I, um, I see some beautiful things in the near future with this yeah. guy. Yeah, very nice. We're hoping, we're certainly hoping. I mean, you're the, you're a, the gold standard in town a, with goaltending. Um, you'll be there. Okay. Yeah, you'll be there. Yeah. Well, we're certainly hoping so. That's for sure. And um, just thinking about, you know, back in those cup days, like, is there one moment? I mean, obviously, just an amazing run by you guys back then. But is there one moment that stands out for you? It's just like one particular story that is just your favorite story from those days. Well, the last, the last game when we won the Stanley Cup in Philly against Boston. Yeah. 
There's 10 seconds left in the game. We're winning one nothing, and the faceoff is in Boston's end. So everybody's standing up, cheering, you know, Stanley Cup the whole bit. So we have the faceoff, Bobby Orr gets it and shoots it down the ice. And at the same time, I'm looking at the clock. Never saw it. He missed the net. Thank God he missed the net. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that one I'll never forget. Yeah. Very, very grateful for that, the fact that he missed it. Yeah. Just deep breath, deep sigh of relief there. But going on there, I was, I was so, I was so on the plus side, skating around with Larky and the whole team. <coughs> me, around the ice. Holding a Stanley Cup, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. You know, nobody, you know, you can't buy this. People can vote on this. You have to go out and earn it. And uh, winning, when you look at the two Stanley Cup rings I have now, yeah. you know, there's a, lot to, there's a lot to be grateful for. There's some beautiful rings, and we're certainly grateful that you're wearing them. Thank you. Well, Bernie, thanks so much for everything. And uh, Steph, did you? Uh... Okay. I'm going to pass the microphone over to Steph Driver. Steph has one question. One question. Good. How does it feel to be carrying on Ed Snyder's legacy? You know what? It's just, just incredible. You know, here's a man. Here's a man. When you look back at how we got started with with the National Hockey League, and then when he left us, you know what he what he's done in between, God-given talent, and um, his legacy. You know what he's leaving with us to help the younger generation to better beautiful things in life you know yeah you what know, I, I I I'm involved with the young kids you know and um, and um, many times I'll come up to a kid 13 14 year old kid shake their hands and you know what's nice about this is they shake a good give you a good handshake they look at you in the eyes and they say good afternoon sir to me this is this is, I'm, I know the big guy smiling up there. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We really thank you. appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to see you. Thanks. Hey, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure, Tom. Currently, Flyers up on Snyder Alumni 2-1. to one. Yeah, I believe on goals from Hartnell and... Uh, I think th the kids have some good spice so far. Kids have had some chances, yeah. Kids are fully in Flavortown. They are making... One kid had a very nice move on Boucher on a breakaway. He tried to go roof daddy. Oh. Uh, Ed Snyder uh, Foundation just made Let's a pretty good save down there. Three to one? Oh, no, two on one. Sprawling across the crease. I, th I think the Flyers are cheating. They might be. I think they're clearly cheating. Yeah, you record video, and I'll stand here with the mics. I'll do both play-by-play -play and color commentary. Chill Samson, long reach. Pokes away in the corner, but oh, shot on goal. Snyder with the rebound. Nick Schultz stops it. Clears the zone. Schultz with the breakaway. Oh. Denied. Kimo teaming in with the backhander. Saved by the Snyder goalie. Labatt heavies. I'm all about Labatt heavy as well, yeah. Labatt dark blue. We should maybe switch to Labatt dark blue.
All right, we're back for the second period of the Snyder Hockey Alumni versus Flyers Alumni game. And uh, I think Leighton already got scored on. <laughs> I don't think that's Michael Leighton. I don't think so, but in my mind he is. Uh, uh, uh. I think this is just the only goal. song they have. It is. Okay. And it's actually a fact. Uh, Bill Matas, after this goal is announced. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like Briere and Hartnell got traded to the Snyder Youth Alumni team, and somehow, although he was traded for a non-professional, this is only the second worst trade of Hartnell's career, next to you know the Umberger deal. <laughs> somehow, still better return. Still, still better a return. better return. And unbelievable, but yes. Then Ron Hextall was able to get for our favorite number nineteen. One hundred percent accurate, and it looks like Hartnell. Chemo teaming in, Danny Briere and Brian Boucher have all been traded to the Snyder hockey team. Oh, look at that. Bush is, Bush is now with the with the kids as well. Uh, ah, it takes me back to his Phantoms days. The only one on the ice going to the <laughs> NHL. It's just him and Peter White. Oh, Peter White. I loved him. Oh, I loved him too. Peter White, Mike Mandeluk. Yeah, but yeah, John Stevens became a coach, so good for him. <laughs> That's genius. Marry the <laughs> boss's daughter, always. It always works out. Didn't one of the New York Giants do that? Yeah, Justin Pugh, where one of their O-linemen married yeah. Tom Coughlin's daughter, I think. Never, never, you're never going to lose your spot in the lineup if you're married to the GM's daughter. I'm pretty sure Peter White got traded twice <laughs> once when he was married. Perhaps. To. <laughs> I've reconstructed the narrative in my mind. <laughs> However, still. They did bring him back. He lasted longer than he ought to have. I don't know why he didn't make it, honestly. Like, he was a 50, he was an MVP in the AHL. He was a very good AHL player. He was player. a 50-goal scorer. So is uh, that other Why McDonald's isn't he here? Have. Peter White should be on the alumni team. Make a call. <laughs> I think we need to have, like, the Phantoms alumni or the quadruple A players alumni where it's like Jordan Wheel, Peter White, all those guys who were too 90, good for the AHL, the not good enough for the NHL. Phantoms would take anybody. I agree. Neil Little's out there for half the games. Didn't they do a charity? Hartnell put together a charity game that they played at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. I'm pretty sure it was Phantoms and Flyers. I'd have to look that up. It sounds right. Yeah. It was super fun, though. Yeah. During the full season. No, it was here. It was here. He organized it. I was going to say, 0405, Chicago Hockey on TV. Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic It wouldn't be the Blackhawks. I'll have to look that up. We'll get back to you. Steph Driver currently assisting in uh, autograph getting. She's been handed a stick and a Sharpie, but Steph does not appear to know who Steph, she needs to hand the stick and is, Sharpie to. Steph is yielding a weapon. That is a, always a terrifying proposition. Right this there. little number 19 can play a little bit. Not, yeah. Hart, not Hartnell, this not kid. Not Hartnell, this is very important to note. One of the kids who got traded to the Flyers alumni team, I think. And they did a 19 for 19. Yeah, 19 for 19 trade. He's better. I'm telling you, it's better than Umberger. Oh. At no point did I say, oh, it looks like Umberger could still go. R.J. Umberger and Yuri Laterra <laughs> are race. basically the same people. The same Foot person. race, winner yes. keeps their contract. Hey, guys, good job. You guys do. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much. He knows what's up. I can't wait for people to listen to this and be like, this, I, what, <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing? Were you even watching the game? No. Absolutely not. 
We're watching now. Uh, this is a fun event to come to. Listen, it, it's, we're at the Class of, nine, uh, Class of 93. Class of 23 Arena here at Penn. It is a cool old barn up here. Uh, it, it's a great I, spot. And this is uncool because yeah. it is extremely cold. But yeah, I it, it. it's a little chilly. I dig it. Uh, but it's it's a really nice, intimate uh, sort of setting for these events. I would absolutely come to another one. Uh, I mean, we're as high as you can be here, and speak it's for yourself. Still like you're basically, <laughs> and it's still you can still see everybody. Like you're basically there with them. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I'm trying to come to some Penn games. I wish I had seen some Philly Rebels games here before they moved after one season. I've seen women's hockey here before. This would be a great spot to put a women's team. Oh, he went for it. He went for it, though. One that was of the a, Snyder hockey alumni. Yeah, one of these Snyder Steve kids. Really, almost pulled it off. Really went for it. The goalie was not going to be shown up. Not having it. If you beat him with a shot, you beat him with a shot. He's not getting dangled. <laughs> not getting dangled. Not, not on today. His watch. <laughs> not on his watch. I'm going five hole on Boosh all day. <laughs> one of the traded Snyder hockey alumni working in the offensive zone. These guys all want a piece of Boosh. Steph's still trying to find uh, somebody to autograph the stick. I'll do it. Huh. Want to get the mayor Mr. of Philadelphia mayor, on the podcast? You? Mr. Mayor? Just the, the mayor of Philadelphia will not join BSH Radio yeah, I, don't, verbally. I don't think Jim Kenny will be joining he BSH does, Radio anytime soon. He does not want to discuss a trip to Flavortown or the semantics of Andrew McDonald's starfish style. Uh, I will, I'll vote for him re-election, though. I'll still vote for him. <laughs> Hey, he gave us the time. He, he made eye contact yeah. and said hello. He saw us holding a microphone and got like, out of here. He's like, oh, my God. So Bill Clement and the mayor of Philadelphia, Jim Kenny, did the same thing. They saw people holding microphones <laughs> Just and turned got around. the hell out yeah. of here. I mean, Wise honestly, people. Wise people. If, you saw, if you were anyone who's anyone and you saw me and you standing here with microphones, you'd be like, no. Absolutely Whatever, not. I want no part of whatever they're going to get me to say. We also might be the two most uh, disheveled <laughs> members of uh, the BSH radio Of team. the entire Philadelphia Beard, working media, hair, perhaps. You know, come on. <laughs> you two? Yes. There, there's somebody else here with a beard that doesn't have a job currently. I like to say that. I was going to say, Panach isn't here, is he? <laughs> yeah, Panach, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is true. That's very true. I mean, but if it's Steph and Kelly, there's a chance that you know, they're moving through. Oh, it's it's Hartnell and Briere moving through the neutral zone with speed, like it's 2010. But no Villy Leno, <laughs> no Jeff Carter to shoot high and wide. Uh. Oh. And it's funny because uh, I'm typically one of those people who doesn't make the Carter joke, and you I think, couldn't resist. You think he'll ever be here? I, I was gonna say if. If the Flyers alumni brought Jeff Carter back, the Ed Snyder Youth Foundation should counter with bringing back Anthony Niemi and then just <laughs> tell him to go. And my comment on if Jeff Carter will ever be here is if they play it in Sea Isle, he will. I'm saying, like, what if they did one of these in the summer and did it in, like, AC or something? Oh! 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 Nick Schultz goes up Nick over Schultz. the shoulder. Hey, what did Nick Schultz do there, Craig? Uh, Nick Schultz just went roof daddy on uh, Bobby Boucher. Bobby oh, no. Boucher. Look at old Bobby Love Boucher it. there. The water boy. That's the nicest play I've ever seen old 55 make. We got so, a roof, Daddy. What were you just Schultz. doing? I just got a hockey stick signed by Willie O'Ree for a little boy. Oh, that is That's outstanding. Fantastic. Steph out here doing the Lord's work as she does. They wouldn't let the little boy up into the VIP section, which is where we're all sitting. So. Because we're VIPs. We're VIPs. I grabbed 
grabbed it for him. It was easy enough to do. Well done, driver. Well That's done. fantastic, Steph. Thank you. Did you see the Nick Schultz goal? No. He just went up <laughs> over the shoulder. Boosh. I was really <laughs> it was beautiful. I, I mean, yes, watching... Uh, you know what? We're here, and we're. I'm not. Only, I'm not going to talk uh, poorly of anyone who's participating in this great event uh, for charities this evening. I think we can now officially say that Nick Schultz has played his best game in a Flyers uniform, uh, without a doubt. Although he should have, he was robbed of an Ashby Trophy. Uh, <laughs> you, you can get through that, could you? No, <laughs> no. Uh, it was just a late. <laughs> Bill came so close to keeping a straight face. Oh, oh Kelly's talking to with a little who? interference from Boosh right now. Oh, okay, to the kid. Okay. Oh, fantastic. I keep saying fantastic. I thought she was I'm, talking I'm to Schultz. I was like, I think I still see him out there. Wow. So, Bill, just now, uh, Todd Fedorik and Brian Boucher had a little bit of an incident. I want to see the front. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. You know, Neil Little took a, took care of a lot of the fisticuffs back in the Phantoms days. Uh, I'm trying to think. I always think of 2010. We had Emery Shields. Yeah, I'm tr- I don't know if I've ever says. I don't know if Bush ever fought. I don't believe so, but I cannot verify that. You know, Fridge has had some injuries. He's getting up there. I bet Bush could take him. Fridge getting feisty. <laughs> oh! These kids are coming after Fridge. <laughs> These kids are. He's lining up for the face-off. He's ready to go. I've I never don't know. wanted anything more in my life than to see Todd Fedorik fight a child. I want to see an alumni fight so bad, fighting at a charity game. <laughs> Only the Flyers could do it. <laughs> Fedorik. Fedorik dropping his gloves and the Steve just going, "Oh God, yes, this is it." <laughs> Fedork to the box. The uh, the Snyder alumni are going to be getting a power play here. Do we know who's in net? Uh, it's Neil Little. All right, so Boosh is the only flyer goalie. So it's the uh, it's the they've other guy. They've actually fun fact. They've actually cloned Brian Boucher, and uh, he's playing both goals. If only they could have done that in 2010. Oh. Oh. Uh, Leighton had a hell of an Eastern Conference final. Yeah. I won't take it away from him. Michael Leighton was recently on waivers. Flyers had a chance to get him back. Shocking. <laughs> you know what? Bring him back. Well, At like, this point, go for 10 you goals. Got to get to 10, right? Oh, you got to get to double digits. Talbot will get in, and that'll be nine, right? Has Talbot's he cleared nine? the border yet? No, Talbot's eight. Talbot will be eight? Uh, yeah, eight. And then we need, a, we need a ninth one. I think Brandon Comps down the eight. How is he not across one. the border yet? I have no idea. Do we need to hire a coyote to get Camp Talbot to join the team? He's across the border. He just can't play yet. Oh, yeah. He did play, He did do an interview. Why can't he play? This is the slowest trade Thanks, in Obama. the history of the NHL. We're going to showcase Brian Elliott for three days and then try and trade him. Did you know that Donald Trump actually put tariffs on goaltending? I'll cut that out at the 43-minute mark. That's fine. <laughs> We're going to tax Canada for all their exported hockey players. <laughs> Matt Duchesne. Did you see Duchesne? Columbus just happens to be in town. He got there. Like, he, he doesn't have to go anywhere. We just got to make it easy for these guys. Yeah. Like, well, you know. Now, now I guess the Blue Jackets will smuggle him back with the equipment instead of having to go through all this. 
I don't know. Is, is, at, the border, is, um, at the border, they're going to be like, wait, are you, are you Cam Talbot's friend? No, get back, get back at the end of the line. You can't come over yet. Uh, government's going to shut down over Cam Talbot. So 43 minute mark. Was where all the fun happens. But right now we got about. This is great. This is what we should do all left. the time. Five I'm, to two game. I'm gonna start going to Clearview High School games and just doing this bullshit. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. So <laughs> Bill Nats and Steve Jaco coming to a high Hanging school out. game near you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, I'd be in Hollydale like getting kicked out. Kid be lining up for the winning field goal and just pills just bellowing out over the field. Uh, this kid will never feel this kind of pressure. I would hate. Yeah, Kelly, you, oh, you you just had a special interview, Kelly. I did. I spoke with a young man who has been playing hockey with Snyder for seven years. He's 12 years old, which means he's been playing with Snyder since he was five years old. He used to play forward. But one day his team didn't have a goalie, and he decided to step up to the plate and play goaltender for his team. That fool! Doesn't he know he could never get out of it now? I know. Oh, my God. And he's been playing goalie ever since, and he that, loves it. Oh, that poor kid. And so listen to this. I had no idea. Like, I knew hockey was expensive. But he said his pads cost over $1,000. The rest of his equipment is $700. His stick was $135, and he got all of that from Snyder Hockey which is why we ask you guys so frequently to donate because it goes directly to kids like this. This kid is awesome. I can't wait for you guys to hear the interview with him. And it's just like, it's awesome. Especially on our one show, Ice Sport Radio, we do a lot of talk about growing the game of hockey. Yeah. Well, guess what? Everyone who's been exposed to hockey, they have their opinion whether they like it or not. The only way to create new fans and create new players is to literally go and do that. And that's what, I mean, they're not creating human beings but they're introducing hockey you never know <laughs> yeah who knows who knows what comcast if is we up donate to enough money they might have a lab <laughs> yeah. where they create humans and then we can finally have a team of jerus perhaps even one day we can have the dream of only playing two to three goalies in a season if they have a team full of uh claude Giroux clones nobody will be nobody should be the captain though that's my opinion Bunch of bumps. Imagine if they had 23 Jerus and people would still yell about the leadership. Like, Strip the C and give it to the other one. It would just Strip be the a, it'd just give be it a, to the grittiest player on the team. It would be a carousel. Of, it'd just be stripping the C and giving it to another Jeru. Just nothing about all of his points. Yeah, he's got 100 points, but they all came in games that didn't matter. That's what it would be. I was thinking about asking Timon and Embraer the same question I asked Hartnell yeah. to get all of them. The circle of life, essentially. The circle. Hartnell now, the down the wing, high. trying to dangle, and he's defended well. We got a little bit of a comeback since the trade. Five to four game now. Yeah, it's these guys who didn't retire that long ago seem to be ringers. Oh, there are some moves on the Snyder side. I am impressed. 
Also, good for him for just asking. Well, you get good for him for asking. Ask him what's it like to dunk on a child in the goal and end up with a hat trick in a charity game. What's that like? Although, I guess he dunked on Bruce just then. That was a Bruce dunk. But before, he was dunking on a kid. It's all about dunking on kids here, you know. Todd Fedorik's going to fight kids. Bruce is dunking on kids. It's, it's all about the charity and dunking at the end of the day. Jails Hamilton is out here goading kids in the fights. It's a, it's a real messy scene. With that long reach. Uh-oh. Fedorik's painting a kid against the boards. Fedorik is feisty for a fight. He wants this to happen. Brian Prop really wanted to take a big slapper there and help back. Like he was just like he was about to wind up his stick. He's like Prop is Prop is chirping Fedorik for that bad pass. He is upset with his teammate. We all know we got to get Boucher moving side to side. And then go five hole. That has always been the key of uh, beating Brian Boucher. Still the league? Uh, does he still have the league record for shutout streak? Is it still Brian I think Boucher? So, yeah. That's incredible. Somebody was knocking on the Boosh. door last year, I think. But yeah, I think it's still Boucher. I love Boosh. Uh oh. Dave Brown with a Voracek-like attempt there to break up that play. <laughs> And uh, gets burned through the neutral zone. I really wish the mayor had, had stopped and talked to us. I, I would have loved nothing more than to ask the mayor about all of his Flyers' thoughts. <laughs> What if, that's, what if, a, that's my second run-in with the mayor of Philadelphia. What if we got... Did you? I, I had previously run into Ed Rendell ah, at Misconduct Bar at uh, 11 o'clock at night picking up wings. There's only one mayor I <laughs> want to talk to, and it's John Street. I want to ask John Street what he thinks of Carter Hart <laughs> <laughs> not starting in the winter or the, at a stadium series. Mayor Street, Mayor Street. What do you think about Carter Hart? No, that would be... I would have two questions. On your le that, what do you think about Carter Hart not starting? And two, why on your last day of office didn't you rename Broad Street John? <laughs> like, you had it right there, dude. Right there. <laughs> In the palm of his hands. And I would ask him for just like a brief synopsis of the class he taught at Temple that I always signed up too late to get. Like, it was the first class that filled up every time. I never got in. I signed up for classes a week late always. And so did I, Bill. So did I. It was a big problem. The internet always went down. I was like, I'm not waiting. I'll just get whatever's left. Whatever's there, I'll figure it out. I had a couple semesters where I had to go in late and actively beg a teacher to let me into their class because there were no other classes. I was a good college student. Yeah, that sucks. I did. And they have it was a one-goal game here in the final four and four, final four forty. One-goal game. Uh, I don't really even know who's leading. I believe the Flyers alumni. But this are appears to be a well-orchestrated breakout by the uh, the white team, the Snyder Youth team. Oh, and that is blocked. He had a shot there. 
Shell Samuelson with the big block. I'm seeing a pep inside our hockey stick. Shell Samuelson is gigantic. I don't know how any, like, it is so obvious why hockey was so slow in, like, the nut. Like, (laughs) these guys were moose. Huge. (laughs) Huge men. Like, how big would Eric Lindros be today? Oh, Eric Lindros would be. Like, in a league where. be like Brent Burns size. Yeah, in a a league where Johnny Hockey cannot die. Johnny Hockey, remember when uh, when Theo Fleury was the only short player yeah. in the league? And it was like a big deal, like, oh, my God, he's deal. short. This guy can fit in, the, fit in my pocket. How is he playing hockey? A man's sport. <laughs> That's why Martin St. Louis was such a pain in the ass in that uh, 2004 round, too. <sighs> True. <laughs> and they tried to because the Flyers were still big and slow then. That was their downfall. Ah, Boucher not loving the quick whistle. Tried to keep the puck alive. It's team looking to break it out. (laughs) All right. It's almost almost intermission, gentlemen. What do we want to ask? I'm told this is only two periods. Folks, I have some extremely exciting news. So we're here with, as you just heard Matt Cord announce, one minute to play in the last period of this hockey game, and the Snyder Youth Hockey alumni just tied the game at five. So we've got about 40 seconds left, and then we're looking at overtime, and that's going to be exciting. So we're going to learn together. Oh, wait a minute. You guys, it's like the early aughts, and they don't do overtime. It just ends in a tie. Anybody else miss ties, man? I really like ties. This was a refreshing end to a game. Joining us right now, uh, we have Kimo Timonen, one of the... uh, I think most memorable recent Flyers defenseman, and uh, very happy to have him join us on BSH Radio. Uh, Craig Forsyth had a quick question for Kimo Team. Yeah. Okay, so I asked Hardnell this before, but I'll ask you now. Who would win in a fight, Scott Hardnell or uh, Danny Briere? Well, that's easy. I, I got to go with my buddy Archie. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Kimo, I mean, the, the 2010 Cup run is it's so iconic around here, still remembered fondly and everything. And uh, you, Chris Pronger, just made for such an amazing defense. And um, what, what are some of your best memories from that run? Well, I think the, it, it is the whole journey. It's not just one game or two games. It's obviously we got, uh, you know, game six in the finals, which is really close, too close. But uh, the whole season, you know, we last game we made the playoffs, then down 3 nothing against Boston, came back 4-3. And um, just the whole journey. and. Uh, journey with the team and almost we got there but um so close but so far away i guess i mean we're, we're really proud of you guys and that's one of our favorite runs in recent memory and um what would you say is the the key to i, I guess a quality nhl defenseman at the end of the day well nowadays you got to be able to move you know the, the game is so fast nowadays that you without skating ability you're not going to do any good there it doesn't matter how much skill you have so um if you have a lot of a lot of speed and skating ability with the skill 
you're going to be in that league for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one last question for you, Kimo. Um, so great event tonight. So fantastic to see everybody come out, the alumni and everything. And what do you think of the just legacy that Ed Snyder's left behind with the Snyder Hockey Foundation and just the great work they're doing to get youth in the Philadelphia area involved in hockey? Well, I, I got to know Mr. Snyder um, 06 when I signed here. And um, we actually got pretty close throughout those, those years here. And, you know, what he's done not just for the Flyers, but like you said, for the uh, Mr. Snyder hockey, all the young kids out there um, who might have a tough time in their lives, and, and there's Mr. Snyder help them out. So um, anytime he called me for something, I was ready to do it because he was such a nice man and, and generous man, and he was thinking about the kids all the time. And um, I really miss him, and um, uh, hopefully we can get this, you know, what he wanted to do to help kids, so hopefully we can keep that doing. We miss him too, and uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Kimo, and thanks for participating in this great event. Thank you. We are being joined by Brad Marsh, former Flyer and president of the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. How are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. You're welcome. So this was a really fun event for us. It seemed like the crowd was having a lot of fun. It seemed like the players were having a lot of fun. In your mind, how successful was this? Oh, it was a great night, and you know, tonight was a night of celebration. Uh, our uh, Flyer alumni are making a substantial donation uh, to help renovate the, the Class of 23 arena. And uh, so it was a great night. And we had players from every decade, every Flyer players from every decade. So uh, a lot of the guys on, that played tonight uh, were, were with Mr. Snyder when he started Snyder Hockey all those years ago. And we're on the ice with the first kids that practiced under Snyder Youth Hockey banner. So it was a great night. What, like I said, won a celebration. That's great. I actually had an opportunity to speak with uh, one of the kids in the crowd who plays with Snyder Hockey. Um, and it was actually a really meaningful interview for me just to hear about this kid who never would have gotten the opportunity to play hockey without the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. He told me all about his gear that costs a whole lot of money. He talked to me about how he was playing forward and they needed a goaltender and he decided to step up and become a goalie and now he loves it. Um, really cool kid. And it was a really cool story to hear. How important do you think it is that people know exactly what it is that this organization does for kids in Philadelphia? Well, I think it's very important because, you know, hockey is the, can I say, main ingredient that they get the kids, you know, off the street to play. But uh, if you take a step back and look at the big picture, the big picture is, is improving these kids in the inner city's lives through the sport of hockey. And so to me, the success story is, Yes, they're playing hockey, and yes, some of them are very good hockey players, uh, but they're going to school, they're graduating from school, they're, they're finishing high school, and they're going to college. And so through the sport of hockey, Snyder Youth Hockey is creating uh, individuals that are going to make a difference in the world. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear, and I think that doing stuff like this, letting the public kind of understand what's going on through a fun event that they are probably just coming to to have a good time, they learn a little bit, they get to find out what Snyder Hockey is all about, meet some of the people who are working with the organization, working in the organization. Um, what do you guys have coming up on the horizon? Well, our alumni, we stay busy. We will have another uh, event shortly, which I can't say anything about because it's not announced yet. Uh, but we have our annual golf tournament in June, and we have an alumni fantasy camp in August. Uh, so we stay pretty busy. And, uh, hey, we got to be busy because uh, we're, we're donating $2 million to renovate the rink here. So... Uh, we got a lot of work to do.
right, thank you very much, Mr. Marsh, for joining us. This was great. Thank you for having us here at this event. It was a lot of fun. Great. Thanks very much. Folks, I am joined by the newest member of the Philadelphia Flyers <laughs> alumni. You were traded to them tonight. How was that? Yeah, it, it was on a fly, but um, I was ready for the new trans tr transition, and um, I rock with it pretty good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So uh, you dropped the puck at center ice tonight, right? Yep, me and uh, Scott Hartnell. That was pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah. It was a good time just uh, chatting it up with Scotty. Were you the captain of the, the Snyder alumni team? Uh, yeah, I would say so since I did the uh, puck drop, so... How long did you play with Snyder Hockey? Um, I've been playing with Snyder Hockey for about seven years and a coach for about six years. Yes. Oh, so you're a coach. That's pretty cool. So uh, I uh, started when the program started and actually started here at uh, Class 1923. Um, so that was back in 2007. So uh, I'm the, the foundation of the program. I forgot to ask. Tell everybody your name. So my name is Michael Chisholm. Um, Graduated from Albright College in 2016 and um, just now uh, working in Local 5 building elevators. That is very cool. So um, what would you say is the highlight of this game for you? Uh, the highlight of the game was just, just the atmosphere, uh, the fans, uh, just being around a professional level to, uh, you know, bring some type of empowerment to you, you know, to know that, you know, you can strive for a high greatness in life. I mean, you guys ended up tying a bunch of professional hockey players, which was pretty cool. And I kind of thought they might take it easy on you, but I think that they were really playing, and you guys took it to them a little bit. Uh, yeah, so um, just from the uh, puck drop in the beginning, um, we knew that it was going to be a, a tough one, but uh, we knew that we just had to persevere and just, uh, you know, play our game style. And um, I'm just happy that we came out with a tie, came out with at least a point. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I have a quick question. Sure. Um, at any point, was anybody trying to drop the gloves with Todd Fedorik? He looked feisty out there tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it actually was a few people trying to uh, drop the gloves tonight. Uh, I myself was trying to drop, uh, get a little fisticuff with uh, Hartsey, but uh, he backed down. Oh, <laughs> I no. Love, I love that so much. <laughs> I guess he's getting a little scared in his old age now that he's retired. Now he's on TV, he's got to keep his face pretty. Got to keep his face pretty, you know. I, I wasn't going to damage it up too bad. <laughs> Um, so the last thing I want to ask you is, what would you say is the most important thing about, as someone who's played in Snyder Hockey, who now coaches with them, um, what would you say is the most important thing that you want people to know about what this organization does? The most important thing that I would like everyone across the, the, the country to know about Snyder Hockey, first of all, rest in peace, Mr. Snyder, um, great founder, a great visionary, and um, he laid the, pla the, the path for my life. But um, what I would spread to everyone is just how diverse Snyder Hockey is, you know. Me being from West Philadelphia um, in the inner city, you know, being around my culture. With Snyder Hockey, I got to meet different cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities and stuff like that. So um, it, it opened up my, um, my thinking, uh, the way I see the world, because I accepted people with different backgrounds and, you know, not just being perceived what I see on TV. So um, I would say diversity is one of the big things that I would like everyone to sincerely know about Snyder Hockey. Great, thank you so much. And this was Michael Chisholm, who was so good in tonight's game that he was traded to the Flyers for Scotty Hartnell. It was, Trey was one for one, in case you didn't know that. And he played amazingly well, and his team came out with a tie. Thank you so much for talking to us. Not a problem. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Yep. Uh, joining us now on VSH Radio is one Danny Breer. Danny, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, thank you. So, great event tonight for Snyder Hockey. Uh, Wonderful turnout from the Flyers alumni, and it's just such a cool event to have the Snyder Hockey alumni versus the Flyers alumni. So yeah. 
Um, just given, like, this is a great legacy for Ed Snyder and everything. Can you have a, just give us a few comments on the uh, legacy that Mr. Snyder left behind towards youth hockey in the Philadelphia area? Well, I, I think it's a great connection between the alumni and uh, Snyder hockey. Um, the reason why we're alumni, it's because of uh, Mr. Snyder uh, having a chance uh, to play for the Flyers, play for his team. You know, and we've heard, and many people have heard, he's, he was always known as the best owner in sports, and uh, I can vouch for that as well. So yeah. us being alumni because of him and, and what he's trying to leave as uh, his legacy uh, with Snyder Hockey, giving the chance to um, a lot of kids to, to play um, that maybe would not have that chance um, for us to, to help out. Uh, help his program. Uh, it's a given. It, it was a no-brainer, and everybody was on board to uh, to try Snyder, to try to help Snyder Hockey as much as possible. Yeah, just great. So many great names out there tonight. And uh, as far as like your personal career, your trajectory going right now, you um, you're getting into the world of management right now. How's that going for you? <laughs> it's going great. Uh, having a blast with it. Um, you know the Maine Mariners playing in Portland, Maine. Yeah. Um, I, I get to go up there uh, two or three times a, a month. Uh, follow the team again tonight. It was, uh, it was a big win, so I get excited just as much as uh, when I played. Uh, following closely what's going on with the team, and, um, you know, you get attached. You get attached to uh, to the team, the players, the coaches, the staff, um, and 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 you want to be around. So uh, yeah. It's, I don't know where it's going to lead, but right now I'm, I'm having a blast uh, being part of the Maine Mariners. Well, it's great to see you still involved in the game and everything and just uh, around the organization. And so many Flyers alumni stay connected to the organization, stay in the area. Why do you think that is? Well, first of all, it's it's a great area, um, and once you, you get the you have the chance to play for the Flyers, you realize um, you know how lucky, how fortunate, and and how much the fans of Philadelphia love the Flyers. Um, so, it, for me, it was a no-brainer when Paul Holmgren, Sean Tilger approached me uh, about staying with the organization, having the chance to uh, to run a, a minor league team uh, for the organization. Um, I mean, I was jumping with joy. It was uh, it was a really cool experience, and um, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm having a blast with it. So. So uh, I'm trying to enjoy the moment. We love seeing you around, and we just love seeing these guys just connected, seeing them around the building for games all the time. So one more question from me, and then uh, Craig has a question for you. But the uh, my last question is, you were always just known for just being Captain Clutch in the playoffs, just being the guy in the playoffs. All that scoring. Was there something about playoff time just got you a little extra amped, or what was it? Because, I mean, just look at your numbers from the 2010 run alone. It's unbelievable. I wish I had a, a clearer answer, I guess. Um, you know, I, growing up, I always watched playoff hockey. Uh, I remember going to bed at night dreaming of, of scoring an overtime goal uh, in the playoffs. Um, th that was always a dream of mine. Um, so I, I don't know why, but when playoff hockey came around, um, I was just excited, and uh, um, there's no really clear-cut answer. I wish it was a little bit more uh, uh, obvious, but um, you know, having everything on the line—that's that's what I lived for. Uh, I I always believed that I could make the difference every time we got to uh, to the playoffs, and um, no, it, it worked out. I was I was fortunate, but uh, uh, what a great place! I mean, you have you you need the players and the uh, the team to get you to the playoffs, and and we had that here in in, in Philadelphia when I was here. So, I uh, gotta give a lot of credit to my teammates as well.
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you guys just had such chemistry, especially, again, we always go back to the 2010 run, but it was just so memorable for everybody here because that was such an unlikely team, the way you guys got yeah. into the playoffs and then just made a run. Yeah, and, and, and to be to be part of that team, be part of that team that, that came back from Boston. Um, you know, it was I always say it was probably the best two months of my hockey career uh, from the game that, that clinched against the Rangers, the last regular season game, uh, to the end. Unfortunately, we didn't win, but um, it was a memorable uh, experience yeah absolutely well thank you for everything with that and uh, one final question from Craig Forsyth here all right. all right how you doing Danny so this is the most serious question you're going to need to ask tonight <laughs> okay. so I've already talked to the other two players involved but uh, if Timonen and Hartnell were to fight who would win I asked them about you in a couple fights and there's some answers if you want there's to know some what answers? they are yeah I don't know. I I probably have to go with Kimo. Kimo's, uh, oh, okay. yeah, the the ferocious uh, Finnish okay, well, guy. <laughs> real quick, do you want me to tell you what Timonen's answer was? About, yeah, I'd uh, like to know. He went with Hartnell in a heartbeat. Hartnell in a heartbeat. Over I'm very yeah, very so. disappointed. Do you want to keep the same answer? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to change. Uh, Hartsey's much <laughs> bigger, much stronger. <laughs> so Hartnell's going to win. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Man. All right. Andrew you take uh, you take Hartnell. Yeah. <laughs> Huge thank you to Danny Breer for joining us. So in closing, I uh, just want to say wonderful evening all around. Thank you so much uh, to Snyder Hockey for having us. True pleasure. Uh, great stuff done by the people at Snyder Hockey. And just want them to continue doing what they're doing, helping young people get into the sport of hockey, be able to afford the very expensive sport of hockey, and help spread the game in general. So just tremendous work by Snyder Hockey. Please keep it up. And thanks so much to all the Flyers alumni who participate tonight. Uh, just, you know, really just helping this great work continue. And thank you for taking the time to uh, speak with us. We had a great time. And thanks to everybody who listened to this Patreon uh, episode. And, of course, listen to Broad Street Hockey Radio, BSH Radio, and Fly Purpley. So thanks, everybody, again, and have a wonderful evening.